include that today with scripture. On top of that, what we gonna break down is where zodiacs and horoscopes come from. So then, anybody ever trying to use the fact that uh, I go by my like I'm a Scorpio and I'm, like people always say they Scorpio, they the biggest freaks in bed or whatnot, and and um, and and you know just they are they are Gemini or Aquarius and they this type and that type when all this stuff was made up off of Greek gods, right. all that stuff right. was made up off of Greek. <coughs> All right, so we're going to dive into that and prove that. But right now, let's hit, um, man, give me one second. I need uh, one second. I hate to leave this real quick. Bro. I want to get to uh, Revelations 22 and 1. I want to hit that first. First, we're going to go to the scriptures. Stop you. Uh-huh. Uh, Revelation 22 and 1? 22 and 1. Yeah. Let's start with that. Whenever you get there, just check on your Akio. And uh, go ahead and read. There's Revelations 22 and 1. Khan, Adelon, Khan. All Akim got it? Uh, and I want you to read one and two. Slack. Con, I'll run con. Revelations chapter 20. 20. It's like 22. 22. Yeah. 22, verse 1. And before you start, let me explain it by this. This is John the Revelator having a vision. Okay? He's having a vision right now. So uh, go ahead, Slack. Revelations chapter 22, verse 1. And he showed me a pure river of water of, water of life, mm-hmm. clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of, of the Most High <clears throat> and of the Lamb. So right now, John is looking up. He's having a vision, and he's looking in the fourth dimension. He can see into the fourth dimension. Okay? He's looking in the heaven. Go ahead. In the midst of the street of it, and of either side of the river, there was a tree of life. There was the tree of life. Mm-hmm. Now, where else have you heard of the tree of life? Right. In the garden. In the garden. Garden of Eden. There you go. Go ahead. Which bear twelve man manners of fruit. Twelve manner of fruit. What What does that sound familiar with? Uh, the tribes. True. It's, it's familiar with the tribes. What else? Or uh, seasons. I mean, uh, months. Months. Keep, let's keep going. And yielded her fruit every month. There you go. She's telling you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22, uh, Revelations 22, verse 1 and 2. We on 2 now. Keep reading. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Now, remember what we're seeing is a uh, what we're seeing is a uh, vision that John is having and with this vision we see in the tree of life just like we've seen in, uh, with Adam right Come. so what do you think this is talking about look at it 
It says, And which bear twelve manner of fruit, and yielded her fruit every month. And leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Hmm. It's <laughs> like, uh, it reminds me of like, um, um, the scriptures or, or the, or the truth. What we talking about, and it's kind of hard to understand. What we talking about is the years and months okay. of the year, the seasons. Okay. And if we're seeing it here and we seen it in the time of Adam, that means Adam was looking up and communicating with the stars with the most high. Alright? That's what you have to understand here. That's what this is talking about. Because group of people look up to the stars to create something else to try to figure out what the weather would be like or when it's good to plant crops or when it's not good to plant crops there's nothing wrong with that okay the, the, like looking at like uh, Israelite custom like the season for instance like the white man will tell you that the beginning of the year is in January when everything is dead and it's winter but to them They've taught you that that's the beginning of the year. That's not the beginning of the year. Because Israelites always went by seasons. You know what I'm saying? So we knew that the beginning of the year is spring. That's, that makes sense. Everything is coming alive. Right. You know, so on and so forth. Now, with the way other people interpreted it, they basically was getting that off us. You got to remember, man, we were like sheep herders, farmers, carpenters. How many references does uh, Christ make to carpentry? You know, if you got a toothpick, what is it? Uh, what's the verse? You got a toothpick. Uh, you can't talk about the toothpick in your brother's eye. And you got a beam in yours. Mm -hmm. He's always uh, making references to carpentry. We was those type people. So we always had, we always went off seasons. You know what I'm saying? And right here is showing you that there's a correlation between this scripture when Adam was talking about the tree of life and he was looking up and what we're looking at is we're looking at how Israelites would see see the stars and stuff like that we would use them as navigation we would not worship it wow. see what I'm saying Other, and I know what you're saying it's like people like I know you didn't heard about uh, what's them cats name crazy dudes um, Moors yeah, stuff like Moore, that they always Moore's talk about nation. using navigation Man, look, we've been using that stuff. You know what I mean? From being on the water to being on the land. We're going to even look at one scripture when uh, the wise man was looking for Christ. And they was looking where the uh, star was sitting in the east. And they kept going to it until the star like literally sat in one place where Christ was. And they was like, that's where he's at. It wasn't like the star was moving and stuff and something magical was happening. They was using the star as navigation. And we've always done that. So what I'm what I'm trying to get you to understand is that the way Israelites always looked at seasons and stars and stuff like that was a way to navigate or a way to communicate. But the way 
the white man has took taken it. He took it from uh, the Babylonians. Then the Greeks took it. And no, yeah, no, the Babylonians, then I think the Egyptians took it. Then the Greeks took a hold of it, made it their way. And now they got you worshiping animals. And we'll see that Zodiac itself means circle of animals. It don't have nothing to do with a guy in your life or nothing like that. It's basically people worshiping animals. And from these animals, the reason why they're there is the Greeks took their gods and made them these animals. And now you're sitting up there looking up to a zodiac sign and tattooing it on your body, thinking that that's you. You know what I'm saying? So, so the whole point is to help our people understand what zodiac signs and horoscopes are and let them see that Israelites did use the sky for the stars and stuff, but we use it as navigation. We use it to tell what the seasons were. We was just using logic, you know what I'm saying? And it came from the Most High. The Most High was communicating with Adam, all right? Does that, does that answer your question? God. Okay, God. Uh, let's look at... Uh, Yeah, let's look at Genesis 1, 13 and 19, 13 through 19. And this, this probably be familiar with most of y'all. We're going to see how through uh, creation, uh, how the most high through creation was using like the lights and stars, the moon, the sun to give different light. And this is another example of how the Most High created it. Or more like giving the order after for it to be created. And that's Genesis 1, 13 through 19. You can start that uh, when you get there. Con, I don't want con. <clears throat> oh, Akim got it? Con. Con. Genesis chapter 1. Verse 13, and the evening and the morning were the third day. <clears throat> and the Most High said, I mean, it's like, and the power said, let there be light on the, in the firmament of the heaven. Now, what is the firmament? It's so like, mm -hmm. the, uh, on the outside of the earth. Which we know as? As space. I mean, that's no. like it, so like it. You got it. What we know is uh, uh, the ozone layer. There you go. Okay. So, uh, read that again, Drew. <clears throat> Verse 13. And the evening and the morning were the third day. So, we're looking at the third day. Go ahead. And the power said, let there be light in the firmament of heaven, of the heaven. So, there's light coming, right? Through the ozone. Go ahead. To divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for the days and years. So that's letting you know right there the most high is allowing that to happen so we can see seasons, days, did I say months? No. no. Season, days, and years. Okay? So that's establishing. He didn't say go by this calendar. Right. It ain't what he said. What he said was was uh he's going he's creating this light coming through the firmament. So then it would divide the day from the night so you can see the signs and for the seasons and for the days and the years. Keep going. 
Verse 15. And let them be for light in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. So now there's light, there's light hitting the earth. And we're about to see what exactly that is. Go ahead. 16. And the power made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. Now, what would that be? The greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. You look like you want to say something. Uh, like it. Use your common yeah. sense. The sun and the moon. The sun and the moon. So now we are sta he's establishing the fact that the sun and the moon is created. See, a lot of times people want to act like everything got created on the, the, the uh, first day and all that. Well, we finding out. What did it say in uh, verse 13? Read again. Verse 13. Mm -hmm. And the evening and the morning were the third day. So what day is this? Third. It's the third day. So then what's, read, uh, read the first part of 16. Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. Verse 16. And the power made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. Now, what did you say, uh, young man right here in the front? What did you say that meant? Uh, you made the sun and the moon. You made the sun and the moon. So you got to realize he ain't made the sun and the moon to the third day. Right. You see that? Because this right here is going to tear the Christian out of you. Right. Right here. I just want, I want to make that clear to you. Even though we're reading this precept to understand that the Lord is creating, uh, is creating the light to come through the firm, firmament. Uh, is giving you the seasons, the years, the days, signs. So now we're seeing that the sun and the moon is created. All right? The, the Christianity will let you think that everything just got created at one time. That's a lot. It's a lot. And Christianity will tell you that the, that the uh, morning is first. Mm -hmm. And he made evening first. There you go. Evening was the first thing he made, and then came the morning. Yeah, I'm right. Exactly right. <clears throat> All right, uh, Trooper uh, uh, Parak, you read. He made them stars also. Slacky. He made the stars also. He made what? The stars also. He made the stars also. Did it say anything about Aquarius, Sagittarius, <laughs> Leo? Scorp uh, what's the scorpion? scorpion? Yeah, scorpio. I see. Did it say anything about that? La I. Okay. Just want to be clear. Keep reading. Verse 17. And the power set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth mm -hmm. and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And the power saw that it was good. Lord saw that it was good, meaning like, good job, I like that. That looked good. Let's run it. Right. So uh that's that. That was the third day. How do we know that's the third day? Read read verse 19 for the naysayers. Con on one con. Mm -hmm. Verse 19. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. There you go. Evening and the morning is the fourth day. Alright. Okay. Let's hit and again, we just seen what the Lord created. How he created the seasons, the light, the sun, the moon, everything that 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 everything that you would need to give you some kind of
timetable on how to live, how to how to grow things, when to get your ass in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's about to be dark. Get your right. ass in the house. You know what I mean? So we've seen everything in that chapter right there. Man, the Bible is powerful, man. Once you talk the truth, every question you got can be answered. That's right. As long as you're with the UPK. All right? That's right. Let's, uh, uh, let's hit... Yeah, let's get it. Matthew 2, 1 through 10. Let's get that real quick. And anybody that got here a little late, what we're doing is, uh, you can see the title. We're going to break down later on about what the Babylonians, the Greeks, uh, what did I say? Babylonian, Greeks, Egyptians, how they manipulated what the stars, the moon, the sun, and everything is really about. And they came up with this zodiac and these horoscopes, right? And our people actually believe this so this stuff so solid that they will go out and get papers. They will get on the internet, make sure they get that daily horoscope. I'm sure you heard of that. And mm. they will really live by this thing. That daily horoscope say you about to come into some money. They can find a dollar on the damn ground and think it was because it was day day. Slocky, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christians, the Christians, they got their own version of the horoscope called the daily bread. The what? <laughs> the daily bread. And it's based on scriptures based on each day. And it's pretty much the same thing as a newspaper horoscope. Wow. But they but they manipulate the scriptures and put it on them. Look at that. So they taking a page out of these horoscopes. Uh, how, how, how pagan is that? Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. uh, and they and they pump it and they fill the prison system with these daily breads. Wow! So they they damn near make you read it. Come, they can and, believe it. And it's so and it's so superstitious. Mm-hmm. Every it, it's superstitious to me. Yeah, it is. That's all it is. And it's somebody. It's like getting a fortune cookie and you open that joint up. Come, I don't come. Get lotto if you play this number. Come, or, or you're gonna have good fortune this day. You must run in the car wreck. You know what I'm saying? It's it's ridiculous. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, uh, I know Christians. They like if you sneeze, they say bless you every time you sneeze. That's the only yeah. time they ever say bless you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they gonna say it all the time. <laughs> it's like, right? Until you, yeah. On, on top of that, the other, on the other times, if you come up on something, mm-hmm. bless you. You blessed. You in favor? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most greatest damn thing. If I'm in favor, then everything's coming to me. They even say that, uh, well, you know, if I'm in favor, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. That means you about to, look, you didn't heard that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit him. Where's that at in the Bible, man? Stop that crap. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get Matthew 2, 1 through 10, man. Mm. <clears throat> oh, Akim got it? Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Now, when Yahushua was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Salaki. Salaki. I always heard there was three of them. Do you see that anywhere in there, please? Uh -uh. Can you find it for me? Find it for me. I'll give you $100 right now. Three wise men. (laughs) Salaki. Can I write it down? Just, just, no. just, just find it for me. I'll give you 300 right now. Oh. 
Look, everybody scanning through them too. Nah, look, no, no, no. look, yo man in the back. Look, <laughs> he like, I'm finna get this hundred. <laughs> hey, why is it that we taught is three? Hmm, it's a lot. Why when they do what they call the nev- nativity scenes? Why do they put three right there, man? <laughs> it's a lot. Well, what? Where's the apple come from? From right. the from forbidden tree? Right. Where's it come from? Go ahead. Um, they they trap. But I look at it, they try to correlate that with the Trinity. Say what? They try to correlate that with the Trinity. Three wise men, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. I don't, really? I, just trash. Yo, man, this is proof right here. When them Christians be saying stuff, you better read. Even when you ever get into a battle, ask them call. We, I've been with this brother. We, Man, we've had women trying to battle us. We just stand up like... About your damn body. I'm talking about first ladies and stuff. Just, right. just know what they talking about. I'm like, man, go get your dude. Right. Go get go get the head dude. Go get your man. She just knows she, what she talking about. We putting them in a box and they can't get out, right? What a Christian will do when, she try, when they're trying to battle you in these scriptures, they will read and they will actually put words in it. Right. That's why you got to be careful and read it yourself. Don't ever sit there and try to... Uh, a battle of Christian and you pulling these scriptures out. Now, when they say stuff, okay, can you, re- what, what verse is that? They'll get, well, uh, I mean, I'm not all versed, I'm not well versed in my Bible like you, then why the hell are we talking? Right. You just telling me right now, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Because if you can't pull that verse, or then when you do pull the verse, that ain't what it says, and you like, oh, that's when you hear the pages. You don't know what you're talking about. That's why I just wanted to stop and pause right there. Anytime somebody tries to say there was three wise men, that's a damn lie. All right? Read that again, Chupaparak. That <coughs> <laughs> sister said three blind men. <laughs> 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 All right, Renata, that's what's up. <laughs> Go ahead. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Now when Yehoshua was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east of Jerusalem. Mm, so they're coming from the east to Jerusalem. Okay, keep reading. Verse 2, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? So who could this be, young man? What's... Young man, who, is, who are we talking about, king of the Jews? These wise men looking for them. Yeah, they're very good. Keep going. For we have seen his star in the east. And are coming, <clears throat> slack. Seen what? Have seen his star in the east, mm-hmm. and are come to worship him. Now, what could it mean by "we have seen his star"? Can anybody tell me right now? We gonna we gonna read what it means. Anybody tell me what that means? His star. Does that mean he had a star named after him? La. Does that mean that was the first zodiac sign right there? La. Somebody might try to pull that on you. You know, the first Zodiac sign was it was said, uh, uh, Christ has a star. Hmm. <laughs> so what could that mean using your logic? Remember, this is the ISUPK, Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge. Common damn sense. Go ahead. Well, I can think of is when we read in uh, Genesis how they created stars and these stars to navigate. Maybe it's like it looked like a certain star, like a season might have changed, and then there was like a telltale sign that the seed of David is already came because it didn't say Christ had to come from David's loins. No, it ain't that deep. 
Okay. Ain't that deep. Where you first started, you was on the right track. When you said uh, that when when Most High created stars for navigation, that's exactly what we're about to look at. Okay. Okay. Keep reading. Verse 3. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. Now, if anybody knows about Herod the king, he want to kill Christ. Come. Know that, right? He know about that prophecy. He after him. He going. Verse 4. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ, <clears throat> where Hamashiach should be born. So, Christ, I mean, uh, King Herod is sitting here talking to his little group, I guess having a little council about where could this Christ be at, man? Where could he be born? Anybody got any ideas? Let's keep going. Verse 5. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judah, for thus, excuse me, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets. Verse six, and thou Bethlehem in the land of Judea, Judah. It's, it's like, and Judah, art not <clears throat> the least among the princes of Judah, for out of the out of thee shall come a governor, that shall rule my people Israel. Read that again. Con out of my con. Mm -hmm. Verse 6. And thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. So now these chief priests, these scribes, all these people he got gathered are telling him that there's a governor coming, that a governor coming that shall rule my people of Israel. Okay. So Herod is very interested in finding out where this is. Keep going. Verse 7. Then Herod, when he had <clears throat> was it? Privily. privily called the wise men. Called the what? The wise men. Called the three. The wise men. Five. The wise men. Ten. The wise men. Keep going. Inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. So now Herod knows there's a star. Now he's asking the wise men what time the star is going to appear. Going. Verse 8. And he sent them to, to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. <clears throat> like, mm -hmm. And when ye have found him bring, him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. Now, King Herod is lying his ass off right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, Hey, when you find him, hey, just come back and let me know where he is. So then I can I can pay homage too. I can, hmm. I can pray to him. But what did it say these men were? Wise. What? Wise. So does that mean they would tell him? Nah. Because they pretty much knew what King Harry wanted to do, correct? Come. Let's keep reading. Verse 9. Mm -hmm. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Again. This <clears throat> verse nine. Mm -hmm. When they heard had when they had heard the king, they departed. Mm -hmm. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. So does that mean the star started moving and telling them where it said like it was a chariot? <laughs> La -uh. That's not what that mean. Calm. That is what that mean. Calm. So what are we saying? Hmm. 
Does the star move? The star, the star move? He told him where to go? He told him exactly where to go. So, when you look at the moon, right, and you driving, you ever notice how the moon look like it's moving? Calm. So, is it? Nah. What's moving? You. You. So, uh, what's really happening right here? The direction. Think in context when we talking about. Okay? It's like their directions change. But they're using. So this they're, yeah. Well, go ahead, finish. Uh, but yeah, they're using the sky as as a as a map. They're using the sky. Or the stars. The stars. Kind. They were just moving towards Yahusha, where he was at. They're using that star in the east mm-hmm. as navigation to know where Yahusha is. The star ain't moving. They they're move. using that to navigate because they know that's where he's at. You know what I'm saying? They're using that as navigation. Kind. It's almost like if somebody told you. The moon would be so big at this one spot, and then that's where you need to be. Right. You'll keep driving or keep going towards it until it gets a certain roundness, and you'd be like, this got to be the spot. You know what I'm saying? They ain't like they had GPS. Right. You know what I'm saying? They used the stars to navigate. That's the whole point here. It wasn't about no weird stuff going on in the sky. All right? Uh, is that all we want? We got, we got more. Fin- yeah, finish up. Went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Did what? Read that, read that, read that scripture again. Con, I don't want con. Verse 9. Mm-hmm. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came <clears throat> and stood over where the young child was. So see, they sat there and followed it until they was right there by Yahweh. Read that last verse. Verse um, verse 10, mm-hmm. when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Because they knew that's where he was. All right? Another example of how Israelites used the stars to navigate. There was nothing weird going on. Right. Uh, let's look at, I want to look at, let's look at Matthew 15 and 3. Now, we're going to get a little bit into the law of things. Because, now, matter of fact, I want to get Matthew. Oh, let me see if that's the right one. Now, let me get Jeremiah 10 and 1. We'll come back to Matthew. Jeremiah 10 and 1. Let's look, let's look at how wrong it would be to start worshiping stars and Animals and zodiac signs. Let's see why it's wrong. What scripture can you use in the Bible to explain to somebody why going by zodiac or horoscope is wrong? Uh, and again, that's Jeremiah 10, verse 1. Really, verse 1 and 2. Matter of fact, two of the quarter, I mean, it's like officer of the quarter, it's like. Let me get you to read. <laughs> yeah, my bad. You heard that right. Let me get you to read Jeremiah 10 and 1. Oh, and uh, 2 for Parak. Let me get you the whole uh, Matthew 15 and 3. Con, I don't want con. All right. But we're going to Jeremiah 10 and 1 first. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1. Uh, Akim, you got it? Con. Con. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you. O house of Israel, who? 
whole house of Israel. And who's speaking? The Lord. So these are the words of the Lord talking to Israel. Keep going. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen. We're not supposed to be doing anything like these heathens. Their traditions, what they believe, their philosophy. Keep going. And be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. At the what? At the signs of heaven. Things that's going on in the heavens, you're not supposed to be dismayed. Like you just can't believe it and you just want to worship it and think it's just everything. You know what I'm saying? Luna, the little eclipse that passed like last year, that that was different, yeah. But you ain't supposed to just get out there and worship it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's, that's just what happens. Go ahead. For the heathen are dismayed at them. See? The heathens are dismayed at them. They look at the stars like it's, uh, uh, what's, what's the other one name? Uh, uh. Keep saying Aquinas. It ain't Aquinas. Mm. What is it? It's like uh, serious. Serious and this, some A word. Um. But anyway, those little Aquarius. Huh? Aquarius. Yeah, yeah, Aquarius. Little constellations like that. Um. Yeah, that's all I want from there. Let me get that scripture. That Matthew fifteen and three. Con, I don't want con. You can read it when you. Can. Oh, Akim got it. Uh, con. Matthew chapter 15 verse 3 mm -hmm. But he answered and said unto them Why do you also transgress the commandments of God By your traditions By your traditions we, Like you just said earlier uh, Barak, The Christian church that made a tradition of coming with some daily bread where it's trying to use verses to do basically the same thing horoscopes do. Come. You just use the same thing the white man's done, but you've twisted it in your own way. Read that last part again. Start with transgress. Con, I don't want con. Mm -hmm. Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by your traditions? So you sinning against the commandments of the Lord, man, by doing these horoscopes and zodiacs. Now, we've proven in the Bible how Israelites used the stars and how the Lord created the, the years and, and, the, and the days and the seasons, okay? All that's cool. It's lawful to use the stars to navigate, to, to use the seasons to know when to grow, to know when to... Uh, when to uh, bring your sheep in when it's when it's gonna be cold because you know what season is about to come. Con. Oh, that's cool. But now we finna destroy the zodiac and horoscopes, and we finna expose what it really means. And now our people cannot use this as no excuse to go by what they should be, how they should be living. Like why they go through all? It tripped me out how people are so dedicated. To go through all these changes, paying attention to zodiacs, zodiac signs, and horoscopes. They even use it to pick up women. They use it to um, they use it to uh, go by their daily lives. But you won't even like turn on this dang old laptop or phone to catch this class, right? To learn about the truth, right? And this really helps. This really works. Only thing these zodiac signs, zodiacs, and horoscopes do, it gives you a false sense of security, man. It's basically telling you what you want to hear. 
Right. The Bible just don't always tell you what you want to hear. It tell you what you have to hear. It's it's not uh what they call it uh dramatized. No, bro, you gonna get some truth that it it's it's like it became the land of the Minotaur. If you ever heard of a Minotaur, that's the bull. He got a, like a a bull head and got like a man. I think man arms and stuff, and he man. might like bull feet, yeah, like, like two bull feet. Mm-hmm. He has the man, the body of a man, but the legs of an actual uh, animal. Right, and, and the head, head of the bull. Con, right. That's where that crap comes from. All right. Now the Gemini was two brothers called Castor and uh, Pelois. One brother killed the other. The dead one asked Zeus to bring him back to life, asking him to divide his days with his brother, so the brothers lived in the same body. That's where Gemini comes from. Mm. Yeah, it's tripped out. Now this this is all about Greek psychology, Babylonian astrology, Egyptian mathematics, and mythical thought. Basically, man, a whole bunch of dudes got high as hell and made just crap. <laughs> right. That's all, this, that's all this is. All right, Cancer, which is the crab, sent by the goddess Hera to help Hydra in the fight against Hercules. All right. Even though Hydra lost. Hera rewards Cancer by placing it in the stars. So that's where you get the constellation Cancer from. Hmm. All right. Leo, he was the Neman lion, which is like this big, huge lion. I mean, he like the size of, I don't know, uh, a Greyhound bus or something. And uh, he fought Hercules. That's where Leo comes from. Virgo was a goddess, Austrius, daughter of Athenus, goddess or goddess of justice. She represented purity and innocence. That's where that God comes from. Virgo comes from. Libra, represented by a scale. You've probably seen this woman holding a scale. That came from Libra, goddess Athena's justice and balance. Uh, she had two daughters. Which, their name was Dyke and Estria. Yeah, Slakia. Slakia out of mind. I can't make this up, man. Her name, her, the daughter's name was Dyke in the street. All right, Scorpio. It was a giant called Orion, okay? He was a great hunter. Had a relationship with a goddess named Artemis, the goddess of hunting. Apollo, the brother of Artemis, to protect purity, has sent a giant scorpion to kill Orion. So basically, you got this giant... He in love with this goddess. This the 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 goddess's brother gets mad like she's pure. You can't touch her, so he sends a big scorpion to kill it. Hmm. So then you got Scorpio. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It seems this is like a bunch of rebellion, a bunch of uh or disorder. You know what I'm saying? Soap opera. Yeah, yeah. Days of days of our horoscope. Sagittarius, symbolized by the centaur, Tyran. If you know what a centaur is, that's the man, and he's got a body of a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wisest of his kind, trained warrior, and was changed into a constellation when Hercules killed him. So he gets killed by Hercules, and boom, he becomes the constellation Sagittarius. Mm. That's where you get that from. Capricorn, uh, a goat with a fish tail. Zeus had a son with with uh, Hernan, so which fed him with goat milk, which gave birth to Pan, which like a goat. 
during a war, Pan escaped, dove into the water, and formed her fishtail. That's where you get Capricorn from. Mm. Got two more. I know it's, this is crazy, but it's two more. Aquarius, abduction, abduction of game by Zeus to serve the gods in Olympus, to fill the cups of gods with nectar of immortality, to calm his parents, Zeus made Aquarius into the stars. Basically, Zeus snatched Aquarius, uh, snatched up somebody named Game, made him pour nectar to the gods for a living, and then made him into a star to please his parents. Yeah. That's where you get Aquarius from. Hmm. Pisces, the symbol of Tiffin's revolt against Zeus. Aphrodite and Eurus dove into the water and was changed into fish. Pisces and the two fish you see, that's where they come from. Two little gods just dove into the water and they turned into fish. Mm. You got Pisces. Bait. This is where all this zodiac crap come from. Alright? So, that's a brief discussion on what zodiacs are. How we look on time, anyway? Um, 633. 633? Come on, I'm coming. Uh, let's read a little bit about that article about horoscopes, man. We'll call it. So, like you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you got it? Come on, another one, come on. Okay. You want me to start now? Uh-huh. The 4,000-year history of horoscopes. How the astrology have been shaped throughout the millennia. <clears throat> Every time... You can just read the first couple paragraphs. Come on, I don't want to come. Basically, Let me see. Every time ancient Greece is mentioned, most people automatically think of democracy. The Olympic Games, mythology, philosophy, technology, Technology and various sciences such as mathematics and astro astronomy. It seems that <clears throat> very few are aware that the ancient Greeks were also superstitious, despite their logical thinking. This perhaps explains why it was the Greeks who shaped the system of astrology into the modern-day form. Let's let you know right now, the Greeks basically took over and created horoscopes and zodiac signs. Go ahead. Even though the first organized system of astrology arose during the second millennium BC in Babylon. The Greeks are introduced to astrology. The Babylonians were the first people to systematically apply myths to constellations and astrology to describe the 12 signs of the zodiac. The Egyptians followed shortly after by refining the Babylonian system of astrology. But it was the Greeks who shaped it into its modern day, uh, like modern form. So basically, the Babylonians had it first. They came up with these ideas of zodiac signs, worshiping these animals. Then it said the Egyptians came next, correct? Con. The Egyptians, the Egyptians came next, took over, put their flip on it. And if I ain't mistaken, Alexander the Greek came and took over and destroyed Egypt. And then the Greeks put their flip. Oh, what these gods and zodiac signs and created horoscopes. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. It's like, con, I don't want con. Mm -hmm. 
The Greeks borrowed some of their myths from the Babylonians and came up with their own. For that matter, even the word astrology, as well as the science of astronomy, is derived from the Greek word for star, astir. <clears throat> So but, basically, astrology came from the Greek word austere. Come. Go ahead. But how and when did the Greeks were first introduced to astrology? Let's see. During the conquest of Asia by Alexander the Great, the Greeks were eventually introduced to the unknown culture of cosmo was it cosmological uh -huh. schemes of Syria. Babylon, Persia, and Central Asia, but didn't, but didn't take too long after that for the Greeks to overtake cuneiform scripts as the international language of acad academic communications, and part of this action was the transference of astrology from cuneiform to Greek. Around two, <coughs> slacking, around 280 BC, Barossus, a priest of Baal from Babylon traveled to Greek islands of Kos, where he ended up teaching astrology and Babylonian culture to the local population. Did that say a priest of Baal? Of Baal. Baal spell it. B-E-L. Okay. Slocky. Is that uh, also like the Baal and the dragon in the Apocrypha? Then I don't know. Because uh, that, uh, that was also in Babylon. Could be. Uh, I don't know for sure. I don't want to guess on All right, Khan, I don't this was the very first time that the world of astrology was transferred officially to the Hellenistic and wet this Western. Hold on. And this Western world of Greece and Egypt that was under Greek rule at the time. Initially, the ancient Greeks that were known for their logical way of thinking were skeptical about astrology and wondered about many things, such as why animals weren't ruled by the same cosmic powers as humans, for example. That's the reason what? Again. Such as why animals weren't ruled by the same cosmic power as humans, for example. They weren't in rule? Yeah, con. So basically, they the ones to put the animals in to worship. Because it's always been about worshiping Zeus and worshiping Ares and all these men. So then they come around and they implement animals. Because we read earlier, zodiac means circle of animals. Come. So now you start to see, so like, so now you start to see the 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 Greek influence on how they started creating what they want to make out of. You know what I'm saying? What they want to worship. Go ahead. By the first century BC, two ver varieties of astrology were in existence. One that required the reading of horoscopes in order to learn accurate details about the past, present, and future. Go back, read that one more time. So now we know where the origin of horoscopes came from. By the first century BC, first century BC. two varieties of astrology were in existence. Good. One that required the reading of horoscopes in order to learn accurate details about the past, present, and future, Good. while the other focused on the sole accent also, accent to the stars and the search for human meanings in the sky. That's all I need right there. That right there sat there and proved that horoscopes came from that time. Come. This ain't nothing that came from the 1900s, 1800s. 
This ain't nothing like new. They've been, they've been pushing this on people for a long time, just like Christmas, just like Easter, everything else. Alright? So, that ain't no reason for me to even hmm, pull nothing else out of that. Go May ahead. I finish the rest of it, please? How much is that? It's just a half, not, not too much. What's that mean? Uh, let me see. You got four lines. In other words, the Greeks attempted to understand general and individual human behavior through the influence of planets and other celestial objects, while some use astrology as a form of dialogue with the divine. There you go. Okay, I see why you want to finish that. Salon, go ahead. How would they use that as... Well, I know you probably know what it is. Uh, go ahead. How, how would they use that as uh, dialogue with the divine? Hmm. Well... I can say I can say this. They feel that they feel like for one they have many gods, right? God. So they the same ones that we read about all those different gods when something comes and fights and it dies, it goes up to the stars. Right. So if they sit there and pray to the stars, they talking to their God. Okay. So they communicate with their divine. Mm. They they pray to the stars, you know what I'm saying. It's not like a thing where like like when we pray we we pray to we pray to a living God, you know right. what I'm saying. They pray to something somebody made up. They ain't got nothing else. So that's that's their divinity. Slacky, I don't want if I may. Uh, the same way as uh, Islam, how they pray to this rock that or uh, meteorite that fell from the sky. I'm saying through their witchcraft or whatever they they believe in. The same way, they just take something and, and just like a Christian thinks when they get in trouble, they can rub that little cross on their chest and just bing like a genie and bounce out of trouble. Hmm. Come on, I don't want to do nothing but get your hands warm. So, like, so would that be like? Uh, let me see. How like certain cultures they pray to the sun for like for them to um, you know make it rain or something mm -hmm. like it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. or, or pray during different seasons and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Same thing. Hmm. Okay. Same thing. Go ahead. It's like the Native American Indians when they started praying to the animals yeah, and stuff. Yeah, They started praying to that. They started praying to to the sky for it to rain. You know what I'm Crip saying? Crip walking. It's, it's different if you if you just you know, you praying to the most high man. Like it's been a famine Come. Can you can you just send some rain? You know, that's different. They doing water dances and what's the little things they make to to make a mm -hmm. wish, wish maker or yeah, something like dream, that? Dream dream catchers. Dream catchers, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Come on, man. But, man, I think we just smashed that up real quick. It was light work. Right. But the point was, man, Israelites have always used stars and stuff like that to communicate and navigate. Europeans and... Of all heathens have always used gods, stars, animals to worship, to have sex with, to eat, you name it, all of them. Like, y'all think I'm playing. They, I seen a video the other day. Mm. They know. got something where you can pay to go around the world and have sex with different animals. I am not playing. And on the on the cover is it's a white man butt ass naked. Oh, they boy. got him blurred out. 
and he's about to enter a pig. Right. Come. This is how they get down. So is it that crazy to believe that zodiac signs and horoscopes came from them? What we say first. First BC, what so we got to get these messages out, man, get this truth out, like we always do. Um, yeah, man, I think we pretty much hit it. Ain't no, is there any questions in the room? Nah. Well, uh, uh, what's uh, what was reading, uh, what was that? It might be Matthew. We were talking about the wise men coming. Mm-hmm. So when he says they coming to worship Christ, so even though Christ is a man, were you still supposed to worship him or... How do an Israelite determine? Well, it was a, okay, go ahead. Okay, so how does the Israelite determine what to worship and what not to worship? Okay, in that time, it was a thing where you understand everybody knew about the prophecy. Okay. They knew about the prophecy. And it was a thing where they were so happy that that one man is coming to get Israel back together. Because you got to think about the captivity that they was under. Right. And everybody knew that uh, that our king was coming. And when he's coming to get things right, it wasn't necessarily a thing of, 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 of worshiping him. It was more like thanks. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you worship the most high. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the most high. But it was a thing where basically they just wanted to show their respect. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew who this child was. They know how important he was. So that was the whole thing behind that. You know what I'm saying? Just like now, man, we we like, duh, like Christ is like the king to us. You know what I'm saying? Like we we begging for him to come back too. We can't wait. Damn right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we get out of what? Captivity. It's captivity. It's the same thing, brother. It's just he was a he was a baby then. But like what do we know that those wise men knew? Knew about the Prophecy. prophecy. So we know about the prophecy. So we can't wait. Can you imagine to see Christ after all these years and all this studying and all this uh 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 man, just anticipation and he finally comes, how you gonna feel? Oh it's the same yeah. <laughs> That's the time to do it. That's right. Hey, don't the scripture say he's gonna wipe away every tear? So hey, that's what that is, man. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Anybody had any other questions? Nah. You sure? Okay. Oh, okay. Too hard. Well, I pass the class off to Priest Officer Naquan. Clap it up for that man. We are the ISUPK, start out of 1 West, 125th Street, Harlem, New York. Rule for new brother and sister. When a new brother and sister comes into the school, they are off limits for six months. They ought to be saluted only. They are here to shed themselves of the world. If they need transportation, the teacher will arrange it. 
After six months, if a brother or sister has an interest in a particular person, he or she must get permission from the head to speak to a brother or sister. There is another six months in which a brother and sister will court each other. After this six-month period, brother and sister will get permission from the head to marry. Ties, which is a commandment. Numbers, chapter 18, verse 21. Malachi, uh, chapter 3, verse 8 through 10. Means tenth in the Hebrew, my Isra. Ten percent of every penny of any increase the Lord gives you, give to the treasury department or teacher. Priest fund, free will offering for the priest, not mandatory. Whatsoever amount you would like. Upcoming holy convocation. Uh, I think it's the blowing up the trumpets. I think that's the next holy uh, convocation. Um, Check the, you know, we'll check the bulletin board and everything. If anyone wants to be a trooper in the school, to start wearing all black boots, shirt, pants, headband, scarf. All right, everybody. a module. It means things. Men of Israel, we're gonna give one courtesy salute. A module Shabbat. A module. Mom Shabbat. Amaja. Barak. Yahweh, I'm not sure if y'all shot Barak a thumb. Amaja Batah. Class is me.